I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora Kim, the manufacturing sector is at a 14-year low. Kia ora Charlotte. Yes, the manufacturing sector has contracted for a sixth month in a row. It's now at its lowest point since the 2009 global financial crisis outside of the COVID-19 period. The latest BNZ Business NZ Performance of Manufacturing Index dropped marginally to 46.1 in August against its long-term average of 52.9. A PMI reading above 50 indicates manufacturing is generally expanding, but less than 50 indicates a decline. BNZ senior economist Craig Ebert says the latest result is far worse than those seen in previous recessions. Not just activity, but things like employment, the rate at which new orders are coming in, measures inventories, and of course there's a lot of anecdote that gets uh, fed back to the survey as well. So it's all telling us that uh, things are struggling. It's an important point to make because a lot of the positive news that's coming in, of course, seems to be more about looking ahead, expectation surveys and those sorts of things. These indicators are telling us more of what's happening on the ground, and for the moment at least, they're not looking terribly flash. Craig Ebert says about two-thirds of manufacturers have posted negative comments amid domestic and international market uncertainty, rising costs and bad weather. Sea Lord is set to become the country's biggest seafood business with the planned purchase of the privately owned independent fisheries. The company's agreed to buy the Christchurch-based independent fisheries business, 46,000 tonnes of quota, three vessels and a cold storage facility plus staff. Now it needs the approval of the Commerce Commission and the Overseas Investment Office, but it would be the largest deal in the sector in 30 years. Sea Lord Chief Executive Doug Paulin says revenue would grow by about $120 million and operating earnings by $20 million, as well as offering growth opportunities. But also what it allows us to do is to add species scale to some of the business we do with some of our customers. So we've got a number of very big export customers that are keen to buy more of the species that we currently fish. However, you can't really buy them. So you're not going to go and buy those species off another New Zealand fisher and then try and sell it to your customer. So this gives us an opportunity to take some of those opportunities to give more fish to some of our big customers. Doug Paulin says the deal will also allow company, the companies to streamline catch plans and share resources. And you'll hear more on this in the upcoming Rural News. Sharing confidential information and undisclosed conflicts of interest are the biggest corruption risks companies face from employees, a new survey shows. The report from the advisory firm Deloitte shows those are the most commonly reported incidents of bribery and corruption within organisations. More than half of respondents believe the risk of such activities at their work is low. Partner Lorinda Cal says companies need to carry out risk assessments and educate staff on what to avoid. The main incidents that have occurred and been identified are around sharing of confidential information and around undisclosed conflicts of interest. And that's certainly something that we see quite a lot as well. In fact, a lot of organisations in New Zealand really don't have good systems for managing conflicts. And of course, we're a small place and lots of people know each other and have relationships. So, yeah, that is quite a common risk factor. That's Lorinda Cal from Deloitte. Domestic pet insurance is in a growth phase with potential to expand the local market given overseas trends. 
Cove Insurance offers policies that minimise the cost of large vet bills for treating cats and dogs. Chief Executive Andy Coon says about 16% of pet owners in New Zealand have insurance and the sector's getting more crowded and competitive. Policies can cost from a basic cover of $500 a year to as much as 2000 but Andy Coon says pet medicine can be costly. There's kind of two, two camps, I'm just thinking of some of the the recent big claims we've had. So one was, you know, an illness type claim. That was uh, something where there was a lot of diagnostic testing to work out what was going on um, with their with their poor little dog. Um, and so it ended up being a, a brain issue. Um, but to trace that, there were lots of scans. Um, so that, that, you know, that ran over $10,000. Andy Coon says insuring pets is more common overseas, with two-thirds of new owners in Britain taking out policies. Well, let's see how the markets are finishing up the week. We're joined by Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora, Mark. What's happening on the New Zealand market today? Good afternoon, Kim. Uh, look, it's a relatively slow start this morning, it's, which has been a pretty wretched week for the NZX50 gross index. Uh, headline number is 11,308 points, which is basically unchanged. A couple of notable movers, though. We have Chorus. Uh, they're up over 2%, trading at $7.59. Fletcher Building, which has had a, as I say, has had a dreadful run of late, uh, that's actually up two and a half percent this morning at four dollars and fifty-seven cents. And Oceania Healthcare, the aged care provider, is down about two and a half percent, trading at seventy-three cents. So a bit of a mixed bag on the index this morning. Right, and not long into trading in Australia, but any any better news over there? Yeah, look, no better news in Australia. Actually, the S&P ASX 200 has opened up quite strongly. That's up about 1.5%. Uh, headline number at 7,289 points. Uh, and that's been some sort of broad-based strength across most resources and financials. Uh, BHB Billiton, that's up 3%, trading at $45.49. And Rio Tinto uh, is up 3%, also trading at $118.92. And our dollar still a bit weak? Yeah, still a bit weak, sort of, it's uh, still below 60 cents against the US dollar, so currently trading at 59.10. Against the Aussie dollar, we're at 92 cents. Against the Japanese yen, 87.18. Against the sterling, we're at 47.60. And the euro, 55.60, with the New Zealand trade weighted index currently at 69.90. And that leaves interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, sure. So interest rates, three-month bank bills, they're trading at 5.69%. New Zealand 10-year government debt, that's just a shade under 5%, trading at 4.96%. In terms of oil, so West Texas Texas Intermediate, that is trading at US dollars, $90 a barrel. And finally, gold, spot gold, is trading at US dollars, $1,910 an ounce. Oh, kia ora for your time, Mark. That's Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth. And we'll be back with a wrap of the day's business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, that's business.